0: Do you find it hard to stay positive, especially when it comes to mental health? Hi, I'm Carly Myers, your stress management expert, and this month we're talking about mental health. And I brought on no better guest than Heidi. Heidi, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much for having me. I'm I'm super excited to be here.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. This is our third conversation now, The, the last two conversations we had we could hardly get off the phone
1: (laughs) and there was a lot of laughter and giggling and I loved it. I didn't (laughs) want to go.
0: I love it. So um, guys, for those of you who do not know her, she is a mental health coach with a master's degree in social work and she is also a certified laughter leader. So it only makes sense that we kept on laughing (laughs) and joking on our call. (laughs) Um, She is the owner and operator of local motion LLC which is a movement based alternative intervention tr- to traditional talk therapy. Um, Heidi works with people from nine to 90 to help empower them to make positive life changes through movement and laughter. Heidi, I'm so excited to have you on the show.
1: I am too. And I am just excited to be able to get out and talk about my business of locomotion. So, just so people know, local is spelled with L O C A L L. So there's two L's in locomotion. So I always think of the two L's as little legs walking around. So, um, and, and I just think it is so important to empower people. It doesn't matter what age you are, um, to be the best person that you can be. And we can do that through movement and laughter. So it's, it's wonderful and I love it. So thank
0: you. And I you. know we were talking about, Um, you know, in our prior conversations about how you got into this line of work. And, you know, you've had a journey. That's that's for sure. I'd love it it if you could share with us in the short time that we have a little bit about how you got here.
1: Well, yeah, thank you. So as a uh, child, I always wanted to help people, make them feel better. I wanted to do whatever it took. I wanted to either hold their hand when they're sad Um, or tell a lot of knee slappers you know to make them (laughs) laugh or simply to do some yard work Um, so it was no surprise that I ended up uh, deciding to go into social work because you know I wanted to help others Um, however the shocking thing happened along the way Um, my career in social work ended up helping me so um because back in t- about 2012, I knew something just wasn't clicking with my body, um, such as I couldn't get my, my work in on time. I was always late, and people still tease me about that, and I'm okay with it. Um, I presented with a very scattered brain, um, and my eating habits went back to eating a lot of processed foods that are not healthy, and I pretty much stopped exercise altogether, and I love running. So in 2012, I was diagnosed with ADHD, and that is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for for individuals who don't know that. Um, So after I was diagnosed, um, I was working on a mental health team, and I knew the importance of having a support system for individuals when they're coming out with uh, mental health. So I Talked to my team and it ended up being um, a very difficult and a very struggle, a struggle journey for me. Um, because once I disclosed my ADHD to my team, I felt extremely um, stigmatized, uh, lots of shame and very, very, very alone. And my self-care, such as eating and running and exercise, just went, came to a screeching halt. Um, but what the most wonderful thing happened was when I was diagnosed with ADHD, it did change my life and it changed it for surprisingly, the better. Um, because of the diagnosis, because I was diagnosed with ADHD and because of my sensitive and caring nature, I began on this really slow, challenging, and even insightful journey of self-discovery. Um, and I found a purpose in my life, which I realized I had to learn to empower myself to be the best I could be and to empower others, like I said earlier. And what I mean by that is I want to really help others to embrace who they are, like all aspects of them and enjoy all their faults and their, um, and their positive uh, aspects about themselves. Um, the other thing that that I will that I am also learned on my journey is that I've learned to have the ability to hold respect and space for myself when I have made mistakes, but I also carry that over to the individuals who I work with, um, because, because I think it's so important for everyone to face their own challenges, but I am helping them face them. I'm using compassion, with a lot of respect, empathy, and with that, I'm gaining their trust. But the funnest of all, I use humor and silliness when I'm helping them, you know, uh, achieve whatever dreams they need to. Um,
0: yeah, it's and funny. It, it's funny, like when you shared your story. What I loved most about it is that it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Like. There's real challenges. There's real stuff. And I think that what's so great about your perspective is that it's one, it's not all rainbows and butterflies, but, and two, let's get through it. I got through it. I know what it feels like to feel shame. I know what it feels like to have that diagnosis, you know, this specific one and have to navigate that. And I think Mm -hmm. like that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show is because, you understand what it you've been in like many of many of our shoes right and yeah exactly and to not feel hurt or to feel that shame and and all that but and to end up on the other side and to say no like to be able to still be goofy and to still have joy and to still have all of those great things so what do you what would you recommend for someone who maybe is is in that place of shame or feeling stigmatized or or they don't know where to, in terms of how to move forward.
1: Yeah. And, and that, that can be really tricky and hard. And that's where my uh, like my walking group is coming into play to help reduce the stigma of mental health, but it also can be for addiction or anything. But the biggest place is to really find that person that you, you trust like wholeheartedly trust that Um, like Brene Brown would say something like, if you called, if she, if she called up her friend and said, come over here and help me remove a dead body or something like that. (laughs) It means that they're going to listen to what you have to say without judgment. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is the biggest thing. Um, and, um, and learning to advocate for yourself, which is hard. And I've had to do that, but I'm also but that's the other piece that will be in my walking group is to help individuals advocate for themselves because they're you all are absolutely worth it um, it's it's the it, you are just hired so um, so I think uh, to help individuals like myself one of the biggest tips to do to help with mental health and physical health is just remember Not defined by your diagnosis. So if you are someone who happens to live with depression or ADHD or bipolar, you're just someone who lives with it. It doesn't have to be you. So one of the ways um, of being silly with your diagnosis that I have learned to do, um, in a book I've read, it's called Lighten Up, Survival Skills for People Under Pressure. Um, It's by C.W. Metcalf. He says, um, to either lighten up and live or tighten up and leave. And what that means is don't take yourself so serious. You know, laugh at yourself, be silly. Like with ADHD, um, you know, there's interventions that I've had to work, that I've done, and some of them haven't worked, some of them have. But I go, well, with ADHD, I get the little squirrel moments, and maybe some of them, the interventions would have worked. But they didn't, and you just move forward. So, um, but one of the most important I aspects of keeping yourself healthy is engaging in some type of uh, physical activity about 15 minutes a day. And that can be walking, playing with your kids, your fur babies, but simply laughing and laugh at yourself because you can also burn 40 calories by laughing, which is awesome. So keep laughing. I'm just going to laugh all
0: day Just now. Yes
1: absolutely
0: worth it i'm gonna try i'm gonna i'm gonna make that the new challenge laugh as much as possible yes Um, so all right first what i want to what i want folks to leave with is that you are not defined with your diagnosis i think heidi you did a great job of of sharing that we really are not defined you know for me it's ptsd and as you guys have seen through Mm -hmm. my journey i don't let that be my definition i'm not defined by that right laughter is so important to mental health it is and, you know, moving our body, right? Um, I've heard this uh, time and time again, that uh, anxiety is energy. And so, mm-hmm. you know, physical activity can help move that anxiety out. So for those of you who are listening at yeah. home, we want to know, we want to leave it on a lighter note. What, what is the last thing that made you have like full belly laughter? Like what made you laugh until you cried? It was so funny. Let us know in the comments. Cause I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to get some laughs from it too. You better. <laughs> and Now, thank you again, um, Heidi, for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And everybody just laugh. Life is joy.
0: <laughs> Love it. So this concludes this episode of the stress less show. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, let us know by giving us a big old thumbs up and hitting that follow or subscribe button. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week.